You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tigers and Mariners had to wait out a 45-minute rain delay once they got going. Hisashi Iwakuma in trouble in the first, two-on-one out facing Victor Martinez. The 1-1, swing and a pop-up. Well, the wind push it enough. It's a long run for everybody. Heredia coming over. He's going to slide and make a fine catch over by the stands. Wow. The 2-2. Swing a little pop fly to shallow center. That's going to drop for a base hit and score Cruz. Rounding third, heading home. Collins' throw will be cut off on the infield. Not a good throw. It went by Alex, but backed up by Justin. A little blue. After the misplay, the Mariners make the Tigers pay. 1-0 lead here in the sixth. The 1-2. Swing and a miss. He got him down and away with another. Boy, that is another yellow hammer. He didn't even come close to that baby. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. He got him on strikes. Fastball 95. Last pitch of the day right by Dyson. Eighth strikeout ends the seventh. This crowd loves it on their feet for Justin. That's why he's the ace. Does he get another right here? Two balls, two strikes. A man on second, one out. The pitch is swinging a line drive. Base it into center field. That's going to break the tie. Rounding third, Seeger coming home. Throw comes all the way through, no chance. And that allows the batter, Gamble, to get down to second. Line drive, single. Mariners take a 2-1 lead here in the ninth. First pitch to McCann. Swing and a pop-up foul. First base side, playable. Coming over is Motter. He reaches over the tarp. Did he make the catch? He did! Falling into the front row almost. Taylor Motter with an incredible catch on a pop-up off the bat of McCann right over the tarp. And the Mariners take this series from the Tigers. The Mariners hang on for the win. Kyle Seeger scores one run and drives in the other. Hisasha Iwakuma, the no decision, five and two-thirds innings. No earned runs. He struck out three. And then the bullpen tossed three and a third innings of one-hit ball. The Tigers fall to 11-10 with the loss, and skipper Brad Ausmus talked about letting a home series slip away after the game. K-Rod started off the ninth inning really sharp. What happened from there? The story's not K-Rod. K-Rod isn't the reason we didn't win. We, we scored one run. People like to focus on the bullpen. We scored one run. You're not going to win many baseball games when you score one run. What was so difficult about getting the bats going then? I don't know. He was just mixing speeds. Iwakuma was a smart pitcher. He was... Uh, using his breaking ball, his split, his uh, uh, sinker. He was moving around, and uh, you know we hit some balls hard, but we couldn't seem to uh, to really. We got th- we got four hits, three of them by one guy. So um, other than Tyler Collins, no one was really able to solve him today. What was Tyler Collins able to do? He took. Uh, I, mean, I couldn't tell you exactly what he was able to do, but he he took some good swings. We had other guys take good swings, but uh, you know Tyler was the only one able to put some hits on the board against him. Justin Verlander got into some trouble with a high pitch count early. How, how did he settle himself in? What did you see from him? Well, he's very good. He's a strikeout pitcher, so pitch counts are going to get are going to go up, uh, and that happens. But he also seems to find a way in an inning or two to have uh, to have a quick one, two, three, or a short inning, uh, and gets his pitch count back down. It doesn't hurt that he's got the ability to go 120 pitches. How how important was first pitch strikes for him today? Uh, first pitch strikes are always important. Um, he's not afraid of the hitters. He attacks his own, which is good. What did you see there when Aducey and Collins went into each other? I saw, uh, you know, the wind was pushing it back towards the infield. It was uh, it was a tough play. I don't think either one of them uh, knew who was going to catch it or was calling it, and uh, they just collided. One, two, three inning for Justin Wilson. How good was it to see that of out of him? He's been good. You know, he's pitched extremely well at the pen in, in, in that role, uh, and, he, and he, he did it again today.
Verlander gets the no decision, but he was very good. Seven innings, no earned runs. He struck out eight along the way, and after the game, he talked about his outing. First inning, you opened it up with 11 straight fastballs, and then your pitch count got up there, but you settled back in. What did it take to do that? Um, well, honestly, just a couple quick innings here and there. Um, you know, these guys have a good lineup, and they battle pretty good uh, one through nine, so... And you, you don't freak out about a high pitch count. Some guys um, are able to put up extended at bats. Uh, Cano battled me pretty tough on a couple of bats. So, you know, I, and again, I've said this before, there was kind of one of those games that 0 0, 1 nothing, 1 1. You can't, you can't so much worry about pitch count and try to have a quick inning. You got to worry more about not letting those guys score. What adjustment did you make, if any, mechanically from the last two to this one? Because you. A lot cleaner today. I made an adjustment two starts ago. Um, last time out, it was kind of inconsistent, but uh, I knew it was right, so stuck with it. And uh, this time, I, you know, it's kind of one of those things. I just expected it to get better and better. I, I knew it was right. Like I said, I'm looking back at some old video of the way I used to throw. So, um, you know, even even the last one, even though I walked some guys, I knew. Pretty much right out of the gate, as soon as I started throwing, my arm felt cleaner. Everything uh, felt like it was coming out better, um, and so you know it was kind of just one of those stick with it and till it clicks. Arm angle thing, or do you not want to get specific? Or? No, it's kind of a little in depth. Um, you know, kind of an overall thing. But can I ask you too? Have you have you scrapped the changeup completely now? Because no, you no, no, I didn't throw it today. Didn't really find the opportunity to throw it. I wanted to. Thought about it. Just didn't. <laughs> 55 of your 118 pitches were at 95 miles or above. You know, how well do you feel like your fastball was really working today? <clears throat> Felt good. Um, you know, like I said, I think it was some of the mechanical adjustments I made. Uh, I just feel like I'm in a better position and, and letting my arm work better. So um, just kind of keep, uh, keep trying those, you know, uh, mechanics. And I guess you just get a feel for it eventually and it clicks. Today was much better than last time out, which is a great sign. Uh, hopefully it just gets better and better. 118 pitches at the end. Did you, were you still feeling strong at that point? Yeah, it felt good. Um, you know, again, another good sign. Uh, you know, I noticed, I noticed a little bit of, uh, I guess, fatigue uh, in some parts of my arm that aren't exactly normal. Um, but I, I think it used to be normal. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things that Again, anytime you make adjustments, even even small ones, uh, it affects the way you throw the ball. Uh, you're going to get uh, some fatigue or soreness in, in new areas. You, are you, is it concerning, like between this start and the, and the next start, how you might feel given the given what you just said, and plus the 818 pitches? No, no, no. no. I, I'll I'll recover just fine. It was just uh, kind of one of those. Um, you know, you find a new exercise in the gym, no matter how much you've been doing legs or whatever, you find a new exercise, you're going to feel a little bit. Um, you know, I guess that's the only thing I can kind of liken it to. Uh, but, you know, overall, felt felt really good. From a team standpoint, is this is this a deflating series for you guys? Because you had pounded the ball, and then all of a sudden, you know, two games, one, one on and run. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of need to mix in, uh, sprinkle in some of those runs from the first game into the next couple, and uh, we'd be just fine. But, uh, you know, I, no, I don't want to call it deflating. Um, you know, obviously, you like to come away with a series win. Uh, today, you know, it didn't quite happen, but you know, it's uh, you know, just keep playing baseball, have fun. You know, it's uh, 
it's not the end of the world by any means. I, I don't think we, we shot ourselves in the foot at all. Uh, you know, we just uh, had a couple good games and just didn't go in our favor. The Tigers' homestand continues on Friday when the White Sox visit Comerica. Matthew Boyd gets the start against Mike Pelfrey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.